It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. In continuing our journey talking about Agile success, this next principle should be pretty straightforward for most organizations, but uh, I got a question about it, so I'm kind of surprised, but I guess I shouldn't be. I get questions all the time and I look at it and I go, what? And the question was about uh, forming well-formed teams. And it came from an Agile leader, and the Agile thought leader said, hey, you know, uh, in our organization, we're trying to get the most we can out of all of our people. And we love the idea of your Team John concept. Basically, that's where you rotate one person off to run interference to make sure. And then if they're not running interference and assisting a Scrum Master, they're building their own personal skill sets to improve in the next sprint. It gives everybody a two-week sprint to regenerate uh, once a quarter. Anyway, we could talk more about Team John later. But it's built off of that principle. Somebody said, well, we discovered so much success with that that we decided just to take all of our team members, put them in a giant pool, and rotate people around because if you rotate people around it mixes things up and keeps all the ideas fresh okay that's a huge concern to me one of the most important things you can do is the stabilization of the team you want the team to be together and understand each other and work together for as long as they possibly can now this organization came back with a quick a quick throwback saying, well, they are one team. We took all 22 of them and just made one team. And that team is working together. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So in contrast to what you might typically believe, keeping a team intact for a long time does increase the team's performance. Furthermore, the team will continue to improve for as long as they're together because they'll become comfortable and know that if somebody's not working out or something's not working out, they'll, they'll feel more confident in pivoting and adjusting and doing the things they need. The common thinking is that complacency uh, will develop over time. In other words, we worry that team members, when they stay together too long, are going to get stuck in their ways and not realize that they need to pivot or uh, when changes in context require them to make adjustments, they won't adjust. If relationships and bonds become too tight, we fear that team members will become too tolerant of misbehavior within the team and let things slide. But in reality, in practice, Scrum, Agile, Safe, you name it, whatever you're doing, the longer you keep a team together, as long as they are a self-organized, self-managing, self-governing team, the better that team will perform. And this has nothing to do with tracking velocity. I want to be clear. It doesn't mean that this sprint, they're going to do this many. And this sprint, they're going to do this many. It doesn't mean that at all. It rolls all the way back to the uh, team development model that was formulated by Bruce Tuttman back in, ready for this, 1965. That's where he talked about forming, storming, norming, performing, and adjourning, right? But one of the things that he noted was that the team should not adjourn until they're finished doing what they need to do, which I thought was interesting because a great team is not going to adjourn. Uh, Any changes to team composition forces the team all the way back into the forming stage. And as a result, the disruption is akin to hitting a reset button, if you will, on team dynamics, team effectiveness, and just team cohesiveness. Uh, Disruption on a team can also cause um, severe changes to the way they can produce work. 
if if everything is constantly in flight, in flux and changing, it's going to inhibit the team's ability to be able to do the job well. Uh, disruption is only a good idea if the team gets stuck. So with that knowledge in hand, long-lived teams are going to outlast, outshine, and outdo any other teams. I think it's important for us to recognize the life cycle and understand that just like everything else, teams have a life cycle. And we need to understand that the life cycle of a team is usually long-lived. Uh, that way, if a team needs to build knowledge, they can organically acquire the knowledge by pairing or peer reviewing other team members. If they're trying to figure things out, they can ask questions because they're more confident because they know people. I think the overarching, uh, the overarching sentiment here is just we shouldn't take for granted the ability of teams being together. We need to recognize that that's the way it should be and run with it. That's going to do it for today. We'll keep it short and sweet. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, reach out to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.